So we're sitting at the table and usually my father and I will just, so mm-hmm. have you seen this? Have you seen this? What have you been watching That's recently? Right. Kind Shoot of a thing. The shit, yeah. Shoot the shit. Because I brought up, oh, I want to watch All Quiet on the Western Front. And he's like, oh, I've seen that. That's pretty good. Have you seen And I was like, no, I haven't. Is that any good? He's like, yeah, they're in a simulation. <laughs> so is that the twist? Or is that, is that, he's like, oh no, you, you figure that out pretty, early on, yeah. pretty early on. And I'm like, okay, so what's the story about? He's like, well, they're in a simulation. He's like, you ought to watch it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I, maybe. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the air was just sucked out of the yeah. entire series. Yeah. So. Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 35. This episode will be discussing the top five worst movies and shows of 2022 that's right so but first don't forget to visit our website where you can comment on episodes write to our email or also browse the other 34 episodes of our podcast our entire our catalog our whole catalog is there at a cast with no name.com so <clears throat> because we're always so uplifting yeah we wanted to spend an entire episode shitting on various hard work of that people spent hours and hours days and, and years sometimes sometimes years yeah. so um makes us feel better about ourselves it does it's the the bully effect yeah so theodore roosevelt uh coined it did he uh, really yeah he always said bully so yeah. i didn't know that yeah it was his thing so if he he saw something that he wanted to feel better mm-hmm. about himself he would say bully and then he would go bully that person really that's how he became president oh is that, re- is that true, or you just... No, I just me? made that You up. made it up? Yeah, I just... <laughs> God, your improvisation is just it, amazing. It, oh, it is. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so everything... So this is shows and movies. Shows and movies, yep. And this is stuff that we've watched. Not... Yeah. Nothing that, oh, <clears throat> a bunch of people said this is dog shit, so... Yeah, no. We're going to put it on That's our boring. list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to have seen it. Yes. So our list should be different because I think you've seen more stuff. I know there's several yeah. things that you've seen that I have not seen. Um, Same with you. Yeah. And, but, um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting. And the, the five that I picked isn't, I mean, they're not, I mean, I don't know. Part, part of me wants to say some of them aren't horrible. It's just... I picked it for a reason, whether it should, like it felt lazy or something was off about it. Um, I'm sure there was worse things, but um, I usually have a reason why it's in my worst of 2022. Yeah. Um, I think all of these, the technical filmmaking aspect of it is really well done. Mm -hmm. It's just the execution wasn't very well either thought out or just wasn't executed very well yeah it's easy to obviously uh, the five that i picked there's obviously worse things out there that have been produced mm-hmm. this year you know you, you look in at every nicholas cage straight to to video movie or every steven seagal movie yeah obviously those are worse but i expected more mm-hmm. out of this list based on who was involved and or the subject matter yeah so and had I to, had to have that sort of criteria in there. Yeah, I always tried to, and I tried to pick something that 
wasn't completely subjective to where there was one thing that popped into my head of, <clears throat> well, I'll, it's not in my top five, but the Midnight Club. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about putting that in my top five worst. However, I didn't because it was it's well done. Mm-hmm. It's just I wasn't the target audience for it. Agree. And I went in there with different expectations. So the reason why I didn't enjoy that is entirely my fault as opposed to it just being blamed bad because I think it was well done. It's just eh, like the, the younger dial, like the younger actress dialogue and all that stuff just wasn't my cup of tea, but I also wasn't the target demographic. So right. I didn't put it on there because I'm sure, and I'm sure everyone enjoyed all these things on our lists, but it, it, I thought it was a limited series. Turned out to be a TV series. Right. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not watching the rest of the seasons. Yeah. To ca- I was like, I don't care. I'm done. And so. Yep. Um, and you told me mm-hmm. that because I didn't finish watching it because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big Mike Flanagan fan. You are as well. We, we enjoy his stuff. And I was on episode seven and you told me, oh, it's not a limited series. And I didn't finish watching it. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I'm not interested in a midnight club series for four seasons five seasons yeah at all yeah i don't want to be strung along as like it <laughs> yeah. wasn't i mean of course we're not the target dem- target demographic right. either i think it was mainly it should it was probably target targeted towards uh high school age sure. maybe younger college sure. or something like that so, yeah but a younger audience <clears throat> and i i left it off my list it's it wasn't one of my honorable mentions but again to your point exactly it wasn't it wasn't geared towards me mm-hmm. so all the other stuff on my list you, it was geared towards Everybody. Me cool. being one of those people. Correct. Yes. Yes. So, um, I I went first, I think, la- or did you go first last I went first time? last time. You went first last time? Yeah. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, number five on my list is Thor. Uh, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. And <clears throat> um, it's number five. I have it as number five because... I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Um, High praise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, the reason why it's number five because I, I there were some aspects of it that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people didn't like the screaming goats. I didn't mind them as much. I know, you enjoyed the screaming goats. I did. I. Um, but what and some the visuals I enjoyed. Some people didn't like the visuals. Um, but the it should have it didn't feel like it was there was any heart put into it yeah i agree it, it felt like manufactured taika watiti a little bit had a gun to his head to yeah. make this um it didn't really feel like anybody cared as much i mean it it just didn't it didn't have a heart other than christian bale it felt like everyone was kind of phoning, phoning it, it in, in phoning it in a little bit yeah. it could it should have been better especially after ragnarok um and i think that's something where you could see that taika watiti cared about the story mm-hmm. or something to where i feel like one marvel taika watiti <clears throat> a lot of i'm sure it was a lot of people's fault in this to where it was just <laughs> oh we got to put something out yeah and I, a lot of phase four felt that way. Um, I enjoyed uh, Doctor Strange more mm-hmm. than this one. And that's why it made it to number number five. But it, it, it could have been better. It, but it just felt 
rushed. It felt like we're just putting stuff out there just to put stuff out there because we have a two month, three month block to where we have to have a movie out there. Yeah. Um, and it didn't feel like it accomplished anything in regards to furthering a story, furthering a character, because Thor was pretty much taken back to his first movie's persona. Um, <clears throat> all the growth that he's had it was gone. Right. Um, and He was finding himself again. Yeah. It, it was just... It was retreading old stuff, or it was throwing in absurdity in there for the sake of absurdity. Mm-hmm. Um, How did it end again? Uh, him and his daughter are on a planet. Oh, that's right. And that's right. Yeah. They're love and thunder. Yes. That's right. So Forgot. I think I would enjoy that movie. Which you said on the podcast. Yeah, better. Um <clears throat> So I'm kind of looking forward to that, like the father-daughter dynamic mm-hmm. of Thor trying to raise uh, raise a child. Um, so that, I, I guess, I'm kind of looking forward to, but... It's something different than uh, Thor, Thor finding himself. Yeah. Like and grappling, being a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a little interesting. So, But I heard uh, Chris Hemsworth doesn't want to do any more Marvel movies. Oh, well, <laughs> glad we set up that then. Yeah, well, I think it's two things. One, I think he's, uh, he said something about, he took a slight dig at Taika Waititi. He doesn't want to, I'm misquoting him. He said something, I don't want to work with eccentric, uh, crazy people anymore. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really name him, but yeah. it's in reference to, obviously, Taika. But, uh, and he also has something, he has some sort of rare disease, apparently, where he could, he's prone to dementia at an early age. He has Jesus. like a gene. So he's taking the time off from acting to spend some time with his family. Oh, good. I know. So, <laughs> Seems uh, like a nice guy. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad I shit on this movie. And <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Then you, then you reined it in with, oh, he's, <laughs> he's very sick. So, um, but, I'm here to lift your spirits, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's, that's my number five. Could have been a lot better. It felt like they were going nowhere with it. And... Um, they were struggling for something for his character. Mm-hmm. And I, it just felt like a movie that was made strictly because of the success of Ragnarok. Yeah, fair. And it gave Taika an opportunity to, to pummel you with as many jokes as possible. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it was in my honorable mentions. I didn't, it didn't make the list. But yep. Yeah. So that's my number five. What's your number five? My number five is 1899. Okay. This is a show I just got done finished watching. Do you know anything about it? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do because my oh yeah, <laughs> my father ruined it for me. <laughs> That's right. Tell us, tell that story. So we're at Thanksgiving, and you're at the table too. I'm at the table too, yeah. and <laughs> we're sitting there. Oh, spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> yeah, spoilers for 1899. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're watching 1899 and you haven't finished it, don't just skip ahead. Skip ahead five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. Um, so we're sitting at the table, and uh, usually. My father and I will just so. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? What have you been watching That's recently? Right. Kind of Shoot a thing. The shit, yeah. Shoot the shit. And he brought up that he's watched because uh, I brought up. Oh, I want to watch All Quiet on the Western Front. And he's like, Oh, I've seen that. That's pretty good. Have you seen 1899? And I was like, No, I haven't. Is that any good? He's like, Yeah, they're in a simulation. <laughs> and I'm like, Is is so? Is that the twist? Or is that is that? He's like, Oh no, you, you figure that out early, early on. Yeah. Pretty early on. And I'm like. Okay, so what's the story about? He's like, well, they're in a simulation. He's like, you ought to watch it. And I'm like, well, (laughs) 
uh, maybe. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm not now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the air was just sucked out of the yeah. entire series. So yeah. um, it was pretty funny. Yeah, and Corey, you're just sitting there I'm at the laughing. end. And I'm just like, Jesus, it's Boardwalk Empire all over again. Right. It's like someone giving away the sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah, he's been dead the whole time. <laughs> what? Yeah. So 1899. It's on Netflix. It's uh, a German-made miniseries. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, which I thought it was a it was a limited series, but apparently it's meant to be season seasonal. Oh, okay. So it's made by the same people who did what? Dark. Dark. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I I saw a couple episodes of Dark, but uh, I just never finished it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, and Dark was all subtitles. This is like a multinational, multilingual show, which is kind of cool. It's kind of a cool appeal to it. But in short, multinational immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new encounter a nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship to drift on the open sea. So um, that's the show. It's a group of people, immigrants, coming from England to New York City. That's their destination. Along the way, they get an SOS radar signal from another ship called the Prometheus. It's been lost at sea for four months. So the captain grapples with going to uh, see if there's any uh, survivors from the Prometheus Mm -hmm. or just keep continuing on to New York City. Um, He decides to go visit the Prometheus to see if there's any uh, survivors. They board the ship. They find some strange things. They find a survivor. Things happen. There's a lot of different... <clears throat> interweaving stories they kind of it kind of does the lost thing where uh the the each episode opens up with someone 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 whispering wake up and then it's someone wakes up and the shot comes out of the eyeball of somebody waking up and it's a different character and then you follow their story throughout that episode okay or they're at least the centerpiece of that episode with while the other plot line is continuing but they focus mainly on that particular passenger you get the backstory of them why they're there. Is it the same events happening to where... Yes. Okay, so you're watching technically the same episode, but each time it's a different character's perspective. Oh, no, no. It's... it's Okay, so it's it's linear. It's, it's still, linear. It's still moving forward, but okay. But each episode, you're, you're, you're just... You're getting flashbacks of past events that have happened to that particular character. Okay. They're not... It's not like Lost where they're all intermingled. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all... They're, there's something that happened in their life that was a consequence to somebody else that was on the ship it's not like that but uh the storytelling from a storytelling perspective it's through the eyes of one character per episode um it's a pretty cool concept and the reason it's on the list is because the first four or five episodes i was into it i'm like okay this is pretty good storytelling even though i know it's a simulation mm-hmm. i you know and your to, your to your dad's defense it is pretty apparent there the first like two or three because like new technology like a flashlight and then there's somebody programming the ship and you're like, what, what the hell with like a remote. Mm-hmm. So you, you start to get the gist of it. But, uh, the reason it's on my list is I hate things that don't have either a resolution or a conclusion. And by that, I mean, a conclusion is like a story comes to a conclusion. You know what, it, you know, <clears throat> you know what happened. There's an ending and it's done. Mm-hmm. Like most movies resolution would be like inception where there's an ending but the resolution is, is he awake or is he still, <clears throat> is it reality or is he still in the dream? Or 2001 where there's the floating space baby, but what mm-hmm. does that mean? Yeah. But you're not, like it doesn't devastate the experience. Correct. Because it's a the, good movie. The story is finished. Right. But it could spark discussion. Correct. Correct. So this does neither of that, which is so frustrating. It's just like Lost where 
you're into it because you like the story, you like the characters, the performances are good. Technically, it's well made, mm-hmm. but the ending, it, it just frustrates you because you follow these characters along, you get their backstory, you realize they're in a simulation, <clears throat> the show ends, and you're like, what was the point of following the characters throughout the ship if they're in a simulation? What's the point of all this? Mm-hmm. Why have a backstory if they're all simulated? They're not real. So why would you bother? And it, one has nothing to do with the other with the main protagonist at the end of the show. Because she ends, she wakes up and she realizes she's in a simulation at the end of the show. But it doesn't make sense because because you were following all these people that are supposedly real, but they're not real. Mm-hmm. And when you know when you find out they're not real, you just feel cheated. You're like, well, so these aren't like real yeah. characters. It's just nonsense yeah. to, to drag the story along to get to her moment of waking up in a the, simulation. The whole thing was filler. <laughs> yes, it's just a giant piece of filler, and it, it frustrated me a lot because I mean, the acting's great in it. The, the performances are good. It's technically pretty cool. They use the force projection mm-hmm. on a lot of the scenes. You can tell like when they go into a portal inside the ship and they come out like another reality or dimension they use that force projection to get pretty sweet shots um but again it just falls on its face because there's no resolution no conclusion it's just you feel like you wasted eight hours of your life yeah Yeah, that's that's frustrating and i think people were able to get away with that 20 years ago Mm. um Maybe sometimes they could, but I feel like it was easier to do that with network television, especially if it was going to be a hit yeah, or something like that. They, you could leave it on a cliffhanger, but mainly even back then it was still completing whatever the main storyline mm-hmm. was for that season. Um, and just because it, what if it doesn't get picked up? Yeah. Then it's a big bunch of nothing. And especially I think, on Netflix, they're notorious for not picking up after two seasons. Yeah. So, and to where I hope, I don't know, I, I wish people would change their attitudes about that as far as studios or whoever's funding these projects to do a complete story first. Yeah. If it warrants a sequel, great, then, then go. Or mm-hmm. if it is a three season, five season story then at least have the reputation that you're going to be able to present the whole story. Because right. what if it falls on its face in the first season? Then you just wasted that money, and anyone who was following that show is going to end up with nothing. Right. Um, I, don't know, I just hope they change that, just because I, I feel like everyone's trying to set up a franchise. Everyone, I mean, obviously, they want a story that can last several seasons, they can get an audience, and then they can milk it for yeah. what it's worth. But a lot of that stuff, I mean, the better shows typically don't do that like stranger things mm-hmm. so i don't think that was meant to be as huge as it was or people weren't expecting it to be as huge as it was and the first season is more or less a standalone season and it could it could have ended yeah it could have ended and i thought that's all it was going to be it's just mm-hmm. i was like oh that's pretty cool and they're like oh they're doing a second season i'm like really and mm-hmm. and no one knew where it was going to go because yeah, the Duffer brothers said, oh, we have a whole outline of where it could go. Whether if that was the case or not, at least they ended the first season as a self-contained story. Right. Um, along with the same thing with all the other seasons to where I feel like all the seasons more or less could have ended and it would have been fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, but yeah, hopefully. Yeah, it, it suffered from the loss syndrome mm-hmm. where they had a good story. 
and more seasons got picked up and it kind of just lost its 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 thread of storytelling where nothing made sense. And I started to get that feeling on the last two episodes where like this doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. They're not connecting. There's no reason to have these backstories anymore. Oh, it's like Star Wars. Episode seven through nine. <laughs> yeah. You you find out all this information, like all these little nuggets in episode seven and then No then payoff. No payoff in eight. Yeah. No payoff in nine. And it's, it's par for the course. Like, great, what the fuck did all this have? I was like, why are we showing this? So Well, it's JJ Abrams, right? Yeah. Should have known better. Uh but anyway, uh I, I'm to be fair, I'm he- I've heard there's gonna be more seasons. Mm-hmm. But the first season just left me so annoyed that I'm not even interested anymore. I don't yeah. even, I don't care. Yeah, I, I can, yeah, I could see how something like that would leave a bad taste in your mouth, especially if just you're being led on the entire. And there's no, there needs to be an emotional or mm-hmm. intellectual payoff. Yeah, at the end of a story, whether yep. that's a season or the complete. I mean, series, it, but. and it didn't do itself any favors because it is a cool concept. Um, I I love the fact that they had multilingual characters Mm -hmm. and they were in this situation to where they didn't know what to do and there's that uneasiness because they don't know how to communicate with one another like the passengers one speaks french one speaks portuguese Mm -hmm. another one english and they don't know how to communicate so they're trying to they're trying to navigate through the circumstance without knowing how to talk to each other so it created pretty cool tension and i loved it up to the fifth up to the episode five and then once you find out you're in a simulation. It just gets worse and worse every episode mm-hmm. to where when it ended, I wanted to watch Thor Love and Thunder again. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I did. <laughs> yeah. Can I just watch something stupid to wipe this taste out? Cleanse my palate. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's your number five. That was my number five, yeah. Uh, my number four is Halloween Ends. Um, oh, uh, oh, uh. So, and... That is my number one. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's that is my number one. It's my number four because I liked one. It didn't feel like a Michael Myers no movie. And if they would have taken Michael Myers out of it, I think it would have been a decent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's they. It, it's one of the same things. The same thing that uh, happened with. Um, Thor, I feel like they didn't know how to finish it. So they had this completely random story in here. And then at the last 15 minutes, then it's a Laurie Strode, Michael mm-hmm. Myers thing. Last five minutes. Last five minutes. Um, <laughs> in a weird ceremonial yeah. shredding of the body. Uh, yep. And, but the other story, I, I didn't, I didn't mind. I was, I was like, okay, it's kind of weird. At mm-hmm. times, but that still didn't even feel fully f- fleshed out or flushed out or fleshed out, flushed out. Um, so I don't know. I just have my number four. I mean, some of the shots I think were well done. I mean, I like the cinematography. I like the music, um, mm-hmm. but it was just it just felt like an immediately forgetful. And it, I was checking my watch. I was pausing it to see how much time was left and when i do that with a movie it's it's bad news bears yeah it's not good um but i just have it as my number four uh because i enjoyed thor more than i enjoyed halloween ends saying a lot baby (laughs) saying a lot (laughs) um 
but yeah, it it just felt like they didn't know what to do, and they were expected mm-hmm. like they're handcuffed into making a third one. And yep, that's they exactly didn't know right. How to go about it. Exactly right. I'm a giant fan of the Halloween franchise. I mean, Michael Myers is my favorite piece of Halloween lore. It's my he's my favorite uh, I like horror icon hands down. I I enjoy the Halloween franchise, I, even the crappy ones. Mm-hmm. I, I I would still throw it on and be entertained by it. Uh. I'll never do that with this movie. It's so absurd and stupid. Having Michael Myers be a mentor is the dumbest thing and the dumbest... I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. that idea on its face. And I think you did Jamie Lee Curtis the disservice by... Yeah, I mean, you marketed it as like this final... And I don't even know if that idea works, just to have them like box at the end and just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, that may have fell flat on its face, but you didn't even attempt it really. You marketed it that way, and it's it's maybe five minutes at the end. It's it, it was just in there, like we yeah. have to do this, and it made no sense to what was going on with I even can't, I can't remember the guys the character's name anymore because I just forgot about it. Clay, so maybe it starts with Charlie. Uh, douchey Mc uh, Douchey McDoucher. Mc, he uh, yeah McFuck. I know he looked. I know he started all of a sudden became <clears throat> handsome. Yeah. After he got confidence, which it, 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 there was a she's all that. That's right. Uh, effect. Yeah, he took his glasses off. Yeah. And then, all, <laughs> then all of a sudden he's got like, looks like fucking yeah. Superman almost. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, you're right. I, I, they, they, they stretched out a third movie. They didn't make a third movie. Mm-hmm. They could have just combined it. Halloween Kills could have been the end of it. Just kill him. Something. Yeah. Make this like a Halloween offshoot. To where he's just dead the whole time, and for whatever reason, that kid gets inspired. Yeah, and make a movie or, or like just that. not have it be, have right. anything to do with Halloween. Just have that story with the kid. There you go. You could do that. So, complete waste of time. I hated every second of it. Never watching it again. I I will say that's true on my. And you're into. Well. You're yeah. not going to watch it again. I'm not going to watch it again. There you go. So, uh, what's your number four? My number four is Mr. Harrigan's phone. I have never heard of that. It's on Netflix. Okay. It stars uh, Donald Sutherland. All right. And uh, Donald Sutherland? Yeah. The old, old, old guy. The old guy? Yep. And Jaden Martell, the guy, one of the kids from It. Okay. Uh, anyway, I was looking forward to it. In here, I'll give you a synopsis. Sorry. When Mr. Harrigan dies, Craig, that's played by uh, Jaden Martell, mm-hmm. the teen who befriended and did odd jobs for him, puts his smartphone in his pocket before burial. When the lonely youth sends his dead friend a message, he is shocked to get a return text. Mm-hmm. So, supernatural stories like that, mysteries, like I enjoy those types of movies. Uh, I like, I was looking forward to it because I like John Lee Hancock a lot. He directed it. I love The Founder. Have you ever seen The Founder with Michael Keaton? Uh, uh, the Founder yes, of McDonald's? Yes, yes. It's a great movie. Yeah. Love I enjoyed it. enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. He did uh, The Alamo. Uh, I like Highwaymen a lot with Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good flick. Yep. Um, he's just good. He did The Blind Side. So I was expecting a lot. I love Donald Sutherland. Anything he's in, I, I'm down for. Uh, and it's based on a Stephen King short story. So I was thinking, okay, this is going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But again, it's one of those movies that I hated <laughs> because there's no resolution or conclusion at the end. Uh, it's very slow. Um, once Donald Sutherland dies, the movie kind of just takes a plummet. It's just 
stupid conversation, nonsense after nonsense. Uh, was it just the pacing or them dragging out yeah, for the rest the, of the runtime? It was the pacing. It was the absurdity behind getting the text and then the reaction to it. And like, there was no, there was no mechanism of like uh, investigating it. It was just, oh, really? yeah, it was just, okay, I got the text and it must be the ghost <clears throat> of Donald Sutherland. So, okay. So he, every action he does throughout the, throughout the whole movie is this dead guy's texting me. Um, t- and turns out, uh, he's get, he's getting bullied at school and he's like wishing like, Oh, I wish there was some way I can get out of this. Let me text my friend. Like I'm getting bullied. And then like the next, the next day, the bully's dead. And it's, and it's implied that something supernatural handed or happened. And he's thinking, Oh, did my, did I like kill him? Because Mr. Harrigan came oh. over the grave to like put his hand in killing him or whatever the case may be. Anyway, there's there's a couple situations like that. And I already forgot the the other one because it doesn't matter. Um, so you're you're looking for like some sort of resolution mm-hmm. conclusion to the story. It like, just leaves it open. Is is it is it some sort of supernatural thing? What's going on? And it ends. It just ends. He throws the phone in, in like a re- reservoir. See, I would. Ex- I'd be expecting like someone hacked the guy's SIM card or something. Is like have it be a pervert or just a weirdo, someone trying to Something. catfish somebody. But then, yeah, or have it be a. I mean, be, was it supposed to be like a horror suspense kind suspense, of thing? psychological suspense? Yeah, because in that it could have been interesting to where. I mean, it would be a different story to where. Yeah, it's not a ghost or anything supernatural, but it's just a psycho. Yeah, or something to where that might be better. It's like, oh, I wish, I wish the bully would stop, and then all of yeah. a sudden it gets killed. Now. Or at least do some investigating to where, you know, if spirits don't send text messages, more likely someone probably hacked a SIM card. Right. And, but then have it be kind of, not a cat and mouse thing, but more of a, oh shit, I kind of, it's my fault this person is dead because yeah. of the actions of some weirdo. Yeah. And doing the bidding or what a man needs a name or something right. like that. Um, and, they, and they give the backstory to Down in Sutherland. Like he's a, he's a hermit. He's very rich. Uh, they're like, Oh, he's, 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 he's a nice guy. He treats like the people that work for him very well, but don't get on his bad side because bad things have happened. So they throw that nugget in there and it doesn't, they don't it doesn't pay off. Yeah. Right. You get no, you get no other backstory behind Down in Sutherland's character. Nothing. He's just dead he gives him a phone, and he gets these text me- these cryptic text messages from beyond the grave. It's slow as fuck. It sounds like it's one of those things of, oh, well, we'll leave it up to the viewer to decide. I think so. I dumb. think you're right there. But anyway, the reason it's number four is I, I, I was looking forward to it. I like Donald Sutherland. Johnny Hancock's pretty pretty solid. Stephen King stuff is, I I don't really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And it, it just failed. Yeah. Miserably. Mm. It's very boring. I do not recommend this this movie at all. I will not watch it. You should. You should watch 1899. <laughs> I will probably not watch that either. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my number four. Okay. Uh, my number three is The Bubble. You don't say. Yeah. That's my number two. Oh, your number two? <laughs> so uh, I have it as a number three. Mm-hmm. Um, just overall, this movie just felt completely rushed. It for a comedy, it was very. There was only one instance in this movie that I can remember laughing, and is when uh, 
Karen Gilligan, Gilliam, Gillian, yeah, Gillian, yeah, uh, was uncontrollably pissing herself. Yeah, because they had to change her character. Like that's that's kind of funny. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I was laughing at a piss joke. It was the funniest thing in this movie. Um, everything else, I feel like it was a miss. It felt like a half baked idea that Judd Apatow or whoever had during COVID. Yeah, and it was like, oh this will be funny and everyone will be able to relate to this. <laughs> and I, I feel like everything fell flat with the amount of talent that was involved in the movie. Uh, I expected a lot more. Yeah. At least to something that would have been enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be like the next biggest comedy, but I do think this movie is a perfect example of the change in comedic tone. So I feel like his era of comedy is done. Um, if Where the, de- the, it, like the improvised style. Yeah, the, the improvised style, yeah. the um, just random, just a very late 2000s, 2010s kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's done. Um, and I think things going forward will have to be a lot more meticulously written mm-hmm. uh, for it to be successful. Um, which I'm looking forward to because I like well-written I do too. Uh, comedy um, because you can always go back to it and uh, get new things every time you rewatch something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was just so dull. It felt rushed. It felt like a half-baked idea that wasn't it wasn't even well executed. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the cinematography was fine. the The concept I think could have worked, but it, there was just no characters that i think the audience could relate to um which is incredibly weird considering they were i feel like they were writing in that situation so other people could relate to right um but yeah it just just felt off it was boring it wasn't really boring it was long yeah yes it's two and a half hours yeah it was not good no um and uh, it, uh, another example of where studio notes probably would have helped. Right, a little bit. It lost me with the uh, TikTok dances. Yeah. What, especially the one with the dinosaur. I can't even remember. Right. They do they do a TikTok dance of a <clears throat> dinosaur where David Duchovny, they're doing a scene in the movie, it's learning from her. David Duchovny does it. Oh, yeah. Started, okay, yeah. She's like communicating with the dinosaur. She starts doing the TikTok dance. It, like, do you remember the movie Mac and Mac and Me with the alien? Yeah, I never watched it. The only thing I'm aware of that is they always play the clip on Conan. Uh, every time Paul Rudd comes on for a uh, interview, yeah, they always play the. It, are you? Aware I'm not of, aware of this. No. Oh my god! For years, so Paul Rudd, I think what I forget what movie he was promoting, but it was like the late '90s or early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And Paul Rudd was promoting some movie that he was in. And um, he was on Late Night with Conan O'Brien. And Conan's like, okay, oh, you brought a clip? He's like, yeah, so this is us. Um, and he, like, sets up the clip. They play the clip. And it's a clip of Mac and me, from Mac and me, of the kid falling down a hill in a wheelchair. <laughs> in a wheelchair, yeah, yeah. And it goes into the river. And then Mac and me, like, the alien pops up <laughs> into frame. And that was the joke. Ever since then, in the early 2000s, every time Paul Rudd would come and promote a movie, they 
always played that clip and it went on for like 20 years and um so they would play that clip instead of the real clip correct okay gotcha um that's the only thing i know about the movie gotcha well they have a a product placement of mcdonald's in there where there's music and they're all eating mcdonald's and Mm -hmm. because it's like it was the thing yeah mcdonald's was very 80s i don't know it got so big in the 80s um like when I see this movie and I see that TikTok thing, it's like, okay, this is like Mac and me. They're just capitalizing on like the thing yeah. of the time and it's annoying. This as will fuck. be dated in five years right. if anyone wanted to go back and watch this. Right. And it's embarrassing to see people like David Duchovny and Keegan Michael Key and Pedro Pascal doing the TikTok dance. It's yeah. like Do you do you think they wanted to to be in That was the other thing I wanted to mention like that? too? I felt like all of them needed money for some reason. <laughs> right. Or maybe they were just really, really bored. And... Could be. They felt like they had to do something. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it was... I, I expected a lot out of it, because I do like Judd Apatow. Uh, but I think you're right. I think that comedy is kind of stale. Mm-hmm. There's nothing unique it, about it's it It's not anymore. reliable. Right. I mean, you can't have four people all riffing off each other in a camera and just, okay, well... Well, do it in the editing. What if no one's funny that day? Then, yeah, then you're screwed or some. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty lazy though. It is. Um, write something. I'm sure it'd be fun to make a movie like that. Yeah, but I don't know. It's stale. Yeah, like this movie. It yes. sucks. It does suck. Well, that's, yeah, that that was my number two. That's my number. Three. I didn't enjoy it at all. I think I laughed maybe once, maybe once. Yeah, it was tough to get through. Should have been a lot better. Um. It was way too damn long. It was long. Way long. So. Oh, what was your number? Are you at number four now? Uh, that was no, your number that, four. No, that was my number three. So, and the the bubble was your number two. So, what's your number three? My number three is Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Um, Again, I expected more. I, I love Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting tired of the bait and switch shit that Disney's doing with everything. Yeah. Because it's not a it's not a Doctor Strange movie. I I'm tired of these these supporting side characters that just get introduced and they come out of nowhere. There's no backstory, no nothing. It's just this is a character that you're gonna you have to follow now mm-hmm. because there's a show coming on at Disney Plus. God damn it, and you're gonna like her. Yeah. Whether you like her or not. Maybe maybe not. Now that uh, yeah. Bob Iger's back, I'm, I wonder if they'll be putting the axe to some of these shows. I, I doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Um, <clears throat> But, you know, that's mainly it. It's not a Doctor Strange movie. Uh, It's not... It felt disjointed. Yeah. Uh, You had Sam Raimi elements in there, but then you could tell when they had to switch back to the studio notes or whatever the fuck, because, I mean, American Chavez in the movie, it didn't make... It just didn't make... I just didn't feel it. I wasn't Mm -hmm. into that character at all. And it's not her fault. It's because it's, it's just shit screenwriting. Yeah. You're just introducing a character that no one knows about. There's I don't I didn't even know like like when you like Captain America Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. You introduce Black Panther. I at least know who Black Panther yeah. is. I have some familiarity with him. He's a first tier superhero. Right. So when when he comes on screen and it's it's he's introduced, "Oh, this is T'Challa from Wakanda." I'm like, "Oh, that's Black Panther." Mm-hmm. So I already have it in my mind. I'm like, okay, yep. all right, all right. You, you get some tidbits in there with conversations with his dad. His dad dies in the bomb, and then he's in his Black Panther suit, and he's rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. 
American Chavez, I have no idea who she is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, okay, I don't know who she is. So what's her backstory? What's her motivation? Yeah. We're, we're picking D-list right. people. Right. And they try, they attempt to do it in the movie, but they fail miserably at it. Yeah. I, I could care less. And then Scarlet Witch, she's a great character, but the lesson she learned from WandaVision was maybe I should enslave people and do the things that I'm doing right now because it's having a, a gigantic impact on hundreds of people and it's it's miserable to them. Yeah. And she does the same fucking thing in this movie. Well, not to mention... It's, it's, <laughs> it's annoying. It's for made-up people. Right. Like, they don't even exist. Yeah, I know. So... Right. It's... Uh, yeah. It was a missed opportunity. I, and the, Again, the reason why I, I like it... or It's worse than Thor Love and Thunder to me is because I expected more from it. I thought it would at least be fun. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't having fun watching it. There's so many more things they could have done with the whole multiverse aspect, and they didn't do anything really. Yeah, they went to like two. Mm-hmm. They had that scene where they they cut away to like eleven uh, u- u- multiverses or whatever. Yeah, there were they were paint and then a cartoon. Right. And, yeah, and then they landed in the one with John Krasinski as you know Mister Fantastic, and that was it. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of missed opportunities. And I just didn't like it. Yeah, I agree. I th- I think Marvel. Yeah, I don't know who. I mean, obviously they're making them for younger people. Um, but yeah, pulling in characters like that is, to, I mean, you're banking on creating a very likable character from yeah. the get go, which I guess you could say the same thing about the Iron Man and Hulk and Thor and everything else, because Thor, Thor was known, but no one really knew what his character was. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man, I would argue that too. I could, everyone knew who Spider-Man was. Everyone knew the X-Men. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, Iron Man was well known, but he wasn't. He wasn't like Superman and Batman, to where everyone just is kind of aware of his kind of character. Right, right. Um, they know, like for Batman, that you know it's Bruce Wayne, you know it's Clark Kent, mm-hmm. it's Peter Parker. I bet back in two thousand eight, oh, Iron Man's coming out. They wouldn't know who Tony Stark was. Yeah. I had no it, idea, it, unless like. But it was a good character to pick because that character. In the books, Robert Downey Jr. did very, very well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And made him charming and entertaining. And he was able to bring that from the comic book to the movie to where people immediately fell in love with that character. Oh, yeah. Now with these D-list characters that are only in the uh, minds of diehard comic book fans, and I say diehard comic book fans being anyone who reads comic books. Right. I don't I I would be willing to bet majority probably I would almost say 90% of people who enjoyed Marvel movies probably don't read the comic books. Oh, absolutely not. No. So now you're bringing in these random characters that they got to land yeah very quickly. Mm-hmm. And if they don't it's you just ruined the movie and now you're ruining the upcoming show that no one's going to watch. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Kind of a thing. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, but yeah, it's amazing to me how fast this train has just come off the tracks, Jay. I don't look forward to. I'm not looking forward to any Marvel thing that's coming out anymore. Yeah, well, they're they're laying the tracks as the train is moving forward. So, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I think they've created a a monster. I think, uh, and again, hindsight's twenty twenty. But I think a lot of people even said it to where after Endgame, 
they should have taken a break and figure out yeah. what they want to do next. Yeah, maybe do some standalone films, set up some characters, you know? Something, or now that you have the IP of Fox, and mm-hmm. so you have the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, you have a bunch of, another list of tier, uh, first tier characters to be able to use. Um, but I think part of it was, with the whole Disney Plus, they need content mm-hmm. every single month to justify... Having all that IP. A streaming service. And I think that's, um, we're going to see a lot more shit before it gets better, I feel like. Because I I feel like we're, we're in the, we're still in the rising tide of shit coming out. (laughs) um, Yeah. Because I think studios, everyone who has a streaming service is now realizing we need to make new original content every month to justify people keeping their subscriptions. Yeah. Or to be able to make this business model work. And I think we're going to see a bunch more shit come out and then it's not going to be sustainable and people are going to lose interest because it's just crap. And then it'll start dwindling down. And I think streaming services will start to shut down. And, um, and this is probably maybe three years from now, I can see services starting to go under, but they still own that IP. Anything that was successful, they can license out to other streaming right. services. Absolutely. It'll, it'll start dwindling again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, not saying that'll happen with Disney Plus, but because Disney, I mean, they have I mean, they have a lot of content. They have a lot. If, if anything, they probably have as much stuff as Netflix. And right now, quality-wise, and I'm not talking about they're made for Disney Plus stuff, um, just their... their catalog of films their library yeah they could easily just add in a fox plug oh yeah or a fox hub in there and then just like oh yeah you got everything so yeah i agree but but yeah i i get to see what you mean it is yeah phase four just is just disappointing oh yeah it's Um, very bad and yeah you know that's fine it's okay yeah learn your lesson but i i think uh it's because so much stuff is already in either uh, post post production or it's in pre production right now, so it's gonna be a while before they learn their lessons on this shit, mm-hmm. and before it tapers off a little bit, maybe become more selective. Yeah, and when they start being more selective, then they're gonna realize that okay, is this streaming service? Like they still might make it and then just mm-hmm. license it out to other services to yeah. air it too. But, um, but yeah, no, I I feel you. I I don't. I'm not looking forward to anything Marvel yeah, going forward. No. Maybe Spider-Man, but there's... Well, they don't own Spider-Man. Sony does. <laughs> True. Sony's going to come out with something good. Um, no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's true. But but yeah. Oh, well. So that, that was your number that three. That was my number three. Okay. Doctor Strange. All right. And your number two was what, the bubble. Was the bubble. My number two is Obi Wan. Ooh. So number two, really? Yes. Uh, and I know you didn't enjoy it, but continuing with uh shitting on Disney Plus, um this this is number two because this is a this was a huge missed opportunity. And I and I think this was I don't know when production for this started um but i feel like the direction they went with the show 
they had already decided to go in this direction when Rise of Skywalker was released or still being wrapped up in post-production or something. The direction of Obi-Wan? Yeah. Right. Because it it felt like, it one, it wasn't Obi-Wan's story. Mm-hmm. Everyone was hoping for an Obi-Wan movie or some, they wanted something more from Obi-Wan ever since Disney bought Lucasfilm. And when they finally came out with something, they came out with something that had very little to do with Obi-Wan. Um, but it, I think I said this in the earlier episodes of the podcast, but it felt like two different stories. You had the Inquisitor storyline, then you kind of had an Obi-Wan mm-hmm. tracking down Elias, uh kidnapping storyline. Um, it just, it they could have had Obi-Wan just be a movie. They could have the Inquisitor thing be its own thing. Right. Um, right. But it, it it just felt like a jumbled mess. Um, it they I think they did a poor job with Leia's character, with her being ten and already being more or less Leia. Um, mm-hmm. There's really no growth there. I didn't. It didn't feel like it served a, any kind of purpose. It didn't provide anything additional that you already didn't infer into your mind to begin with. Um, and if anything, it just took Obi-Wan's character from episode three, dragged him back three spaces, and then the show happened, and then where he ended up at the end of the show was the same place he ended. He was <laughs> at episode three. No growth, really? Yeah, so it was, I don't know. It was a wasted, huge wasted opportunity. I'm surprised Ewan McGregor signed off on it. Of course, I think he probably just wanted to do it just to do it. Yeah, um, probably give him some money. But I think, especially getting Hayden Christensen back. Yeah. They, it, I don't know. It, it could have been done so much better, but I feel like they were trying to do too much for something they should have just focused on Obi-Wan with. Mm. Um, he should have been the main character he felt more like a side character in his own series. So it's a it, trend that happens in Disney material. Yes. And that's so fucking annoying. I can't tell you how frustrating that makes me, but it, it just wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. And, and it, he could have had doubts. I mean, they could have had his, because at the beginning he, like he kind of wasn't in tune with the force as much. And I mean, mm-hmm. they, they could have put that in there. And I feel like that would have made more sense if they concentrated on his character more and focused on only on his character or something to where when you can concentrate your story on that person and you want to see that journey or see how they got to that point and then how they can come back up. Um, it's They could have done so much that would have been a lot better. It was just bland. It wasn't... You mean a story arc? Yeah, something. <laughs> it wasn't fun. It wasn't anything. It was... It, it, Why is it so hard? I, it's not. It isn't. It really isn't. But... I I, I'm just It shocked. depends every, how many every people day. have their hand in the soup or whatever the hell. I'm, I'm trying to think of a metaphor for it. Like, too many cooks in the kitchen yeah, or something, go. but it's... Too many chiefs. I yeah, it's I don't know. <clears throat> it just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't fun. It wasn't good. Didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't see it because you told me not to watch it. Yeah, because it didn't. It didn't bring anything new. It didn't. 
Yeah. Didn't do anything. It's content, Jay, right? Yeah. It's just content. Yeah. You sit on the couch and just stare at the, the illuminated right. box. Yep. Um, so that's my number two. And your number two was the bubble. The bubble, yep. So, and your number one was... Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Uh, my number one is... And I know Death of the Nile was going to be on my list, but I didn't put it on there because I didn't get past 10 minutes. I was so bored with that movie. Really? Yeah, because I was watching. I was like, oh, oh, I don't care. And I turned (laughs) it off. And so I didn't put it on there just because I felt like it was not. It wouldn't be doing it justice. Yeah. Um, Having said that. I only watched two episodes of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, but that's my number one. Wow. So um, I didn't put it on there because I didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. So I put it on there because I didn't finish <laughs> there it. There you go. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so again, this is something that should have been better. Should have uh, yeah. been a lot better. It's maybe it is, maybe it's not based on the Similarin. Um, I, I don't know if it is or not. I never read it. I but, nope, nobody did. But this thing cost how many? Like a billion dollars? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The season I think was a billion dollars. It, it was. Or, it was like yeah. So five hundred million for the season. And I think it was five hundred million for like the IP itself. Okay. So close to a billion dollars. Yes. Yeah. So you spend that much money. Of course, you're Amazon. So yeah. What's whatever. a billion dollars? Yeah. No big deal. Um. But you would think that if you spend that money. For the IP, you would maybe have an idea of what you want to do before you spend the $500 million. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'd, I've never Buying confused out the myself with a very acute businessman. Uh, <laughs> but if I was going to spend money on something that wasn't mine, I would think that I would want to know what I want to do with that before I bought it. Um, I don't think they had that when they bought Lord of the Rings. Absolutely not. I think that's fair to say they saw the success of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, and we need one of those. All right, what's medieval and has dragons and shit? Uh, Lord of the Rings, great. That has name recognition. We'll buy it. What's the story? Fuck you. We'll figure that out later. Yes. <laughs> Hurry up before HBO buys it. Um. <laughs> but I I put it as number one because it had a lot writing on it. I don't I'm sure they'll probably make another season. They have to. Um I don't know if anyone will watch it. I I'm sure there's people that enjoyed the show. If if you guys have watched it, uh, enjoyed it, that that's fine. Mm-hmm. I did not. Um I I used to give TV shows four episodes for me to get into something. Mm-hmm. But that was back in the mid two thousands to where there wasn't a lot of stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. And so the story building was kind of slow. And, and story building may be slow. However, this day and age, I feel like you don't have that luxury. You need to hook audiences almost immediately. They released two episodes. On day one. On day one, back to back. You need to hook everybody in those two episodes. Uh, did they do the same thing with House of the Dragon? Did they release just two, one? Just one. Mm-hmm. They hooked you in one episode. They sure did. Um, and this absolutely did not. 
it, it That's was fair. Yeah, it didn't. It was hopping around between too many people that you didn't care about. You were being introduced to all these people that you didn't care about. And you were supposed to be with them for the journey by the end of the second episode. But by the end of the second episode, I think there was two people. There, There's the dwarf. I mean, I said this before when we talked about it. The, uh, the dwarf and... Uh, the elf? The elf. We're having a conversation. I was like, oh, that, that almost feels like Lord of the Rings. Right, yep. Other than that, everything else was just weird. And I, I have a clip. Um, oh, yeah. It's a little bit of a longer clip. But this this really, I guess, exemplifies just the one strangeness of dialogue. And while introducing new characters, a, I mean, I think they introduced probably eight characters mm-hmm. in the first episode. They continued that in the second. But it just shows you the difficulty that it has as a viewer to get on board with this. So um, to be able to want to watch the rest of the season. Um, but here, let, let's just uh, hop into it. So. It's just too much sometimes. <laughs> uh, that summed it up pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> it's your point. It's, uh, I don't know. It, it's predictable. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, half the shit you called turned out to be true. Um, oh, yeah. With S- the guy being Sauron. Yeah. Sauron. Sauron. And, and <clears throat> it, it completely missed the mark. I feel like as far as someone who's a fan of the Hobbit, a fan of Lord of the Rings from what people liked about those movies. Mm -hmm. Um, And they weren't able to one instill a sense of adventure. Um, That's the main thing. Yeah. I mean, I I think they just, they tried to do too much right off the bat. And I think that was its biggest downfall because it just completely made me lose interest and mm-hmm. 90% of the things they introduced because yep. I would not want to sit through a whole season waiting for the one or two characters that I actually kind of care about to come back up on the screen. Yeah. You need to get the characters right. Who are you going to follow? What's their journey? Let's follow them. Bring in new people as you get those things settled. Right. And it was just poor execution. What such a waste of money. Um, such a waste of money, man. They're going to have some backlash on it though. I heard some like terrible numbers with the streaming 
like the streaming numbers that came out of it. Oh yeah, after the finale. Yeah, and, and the finale wasn't even in the top ten of streaming. That's not good. Yeah, and political bullshit aside, uh, as far as because I think they were trying to <clears> say, uh, oh, everyone's upset because there's black people in the show, or there's. Um, that's the female dwarves uh-huh. pardon female dwarves yeah female dwarves uh don't have beards and yep. all this other shit uh thor not thorn was it thorn thorn for what no it's thorn oak and shield oh yeah uh odin yeah odin odin uh no his wife was enjoy like i don't yes. think yeah that didn't turn people off the show yeah sure maybe you had some bots or whoever the fuck all butt her about that shit but when the show released people usually shut up I, I i think i remember people talking shit about house of the dragon oh yeah absolutely and yeah no one was saying that shit after the first episode don't, don't hear it anymore uh because the show was good it was pretty good um yeah but i think I, that goes on both I, sides I, you got like the the it bots does. that say, oh, it's the best thing in the world. Then you have the bots who are like, oh, it's, yeah. this is just PC woke bullshit. Yeah. You know, just cancel that shit out. Yep. Is, is the show good or isn't is it, it not And good? I don't think it hurt the show because <laughs> I feel like there's people looking forward to seeing Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was. I know I was. I was. I, and it was just the very, very poor execution. Um, and I think they just didn't know, they didn't have their characters set. You mm-hmm. need to have your characters set uh, before you do something like that. But waste of money. Um, Huge waste of money. And it has nothing to do with, yeah, uh, the race of the actors that were in there. It's because I don't, I think I was kind of keeping tabs on the show somewhat. Um, and there was a meme I saw. It was like, oh, and every, what everyone was bitching about happens to be the best part of the show. Meaning the the guy who plays the elf and then the Odin's wife uh, being the better. Oh yeah, things like, about the show. Performance like, wise, well, yeah, no shit. It's the way it usually goes, but yeah, there was nothing that I heard throughout the rest of the season. I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. It was just poor. well, it's back to your point. It's got to hook you right away because there's too much shit out there. Yeah, you have and, to. Yeah, because it's everything is such a time investment, and there's you're yeah. getting bombarded all the time. And if you're not hooked in the first two episodes, especially when you release them at the same time, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to sign on. I'm not going to trudge through things. So yeah, that that I have is the worst, just because it was so expensive, poor execution. They didn't get their characters, I think, where they needed to be, and they didn't have their storytelling where they needed to be because they didn't have a central focus. And I think if they did, it would have been a lot better because it would have forced them to concentrate and build on those characters mm-hmm. without me having to wait an entire season to understand all the characters. I want to understand three characters right off the bat, then send me on a journey. Right. Which is what but. they did in The the Hobbits and in uh, The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And yeah, have an adventure. Like, that's, that's what this should be instead yeah. of just, ugh. <clears throat> All right, we're with this person for 10 minutes. Oh, no, let's, no, let's pop over, over here. here. Now, Lord of the Rings did that, but it was after, because you you had you had Frodo, mm-hmm. and then you had Gandalf, and you had Sam. Yep, and, well, and then you had Aragorn. 
Yep. And, and then, then he had oh, and they ran into uh, Philip and Pippin and yeah. uh then oh they ran into a bar. Then they got Aragon. And yeah. then then you got the fellowship going. Yeah. And then at the end of the first movie, guess what? They're all split up. But you there know There you go. But you know them all. Do the first season you yeah. have your core characters you want to follow. And then they keep they they run into more people in their travels. Yeah. And they kind of form a team. And then at the end of the first season, they're all separated. Right. Then you can hop around to do your different storylines because then at that point you have the audience's investment into those characters. Right. And you can follow them. Yep. Uh, it's like Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Thrones. It's like Lord the, of the Rings or the, the I mean, very first episode of Game of Thrones is in Stark's castle. Yeah. That's the whole episode. Just get to know that group of people. Mm-hmm. And you follow them to King's Landing. It's just it's, it's really it's it really works. not hard. Yeah, and this I don't hard. think if the story was different enough and you had the you had the characters that people cared about, even if the structure was set up similar to Lord of the Rings, I don't think you would have some people say maybe, oh, it's the same thing as Lord of the Rings. You're always going to have negative people like that, but I th- I think it would have gotten a little bit more of a following as long as you didn't blatantly rip off the whole story. Mm-hmm. Have the mystery be different. Have the reason for the journey be different, um, because you don't have to do a Force Awakens to where you remake a New Hope beat for beat mm-hmm. with oh now they got to go to a bar to meet up with character number four. You you don't have to do that. Just make it feel organic. Concentrate on small group. Expand that group. Then you separate them for a common goal. Right. And it, there's a reason why that worked with the first one and or with the first trilogy. But and I think if they would have constructed it like that, I think it would have done a little bit better. Right. But, I, I agree. But it also helps that you have, you know, Ian McKellum and Elijah Wood and Beagle Mortensen or some of these, you know, yeah, Liv sure. Tyler. I mean, Kate Blanchett. I, th- I feel like, yeah, Kate Blanchett. Peter Jackson, you know, he's pretty Liv good. At Tyler. Does. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But Peter Jackson was a no-name. Oh, I mean, yeah. Pe- but bad taste and the, the frighteners. frighteners and stuff. Yeah. Like. So he had done some stuff, and he had fans. But, I mean, uh, Ian McKellen, uh, theater guy who was obviously in some films, The and you had Elijah Wood, who was a child actor, mm-hmm. and you had Sean Astin from Goonies. I think those three were... Pr- hey, that's Rudy to you, damn it. Pr- <laughs> uh, sports. Sports. <laughs> just ESPN on the background. You know, try just, it out sometime. Just have it on. Yeah, just have um, it on. But I think... I mean, because you didn't have that... I mean, Viggo Mortensen... No one knew who he was. No yeah. one knew who he was. Uh, Liv Tyler, they knew who Aerosmith was. Mm-hmm. So they knew her from Armageddon or whatever uh, yeah, by that yeah. time. So you didn't have... I mean, it's not like it was a star-studded... No thing. It was like, oh yeah, there's a couple of child actors and Ian McKellen. I want to say he wasn't even he wasn't even huge at that point because it was right around X- the same time as X Men. X Men came out the year before. Okay, so yeah. but they were filming it beforehand. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So you don't need to have super huge names right. attached to it. Um, I guess my point is they're better actors, even if they they weren't household names by then. True, and I wouldn't say, I I wouldn't say that the the people that were in uh, the Rings of Power were bad actors. Mm-hmm. I think the writing just sucks. Oh, I agree that I I, yes, uh, I wholeheartedly what agree was with you. the the Elven dialogue was 
atrocious. Yeah, yeah well, the dialogue between yeah between uh, Elrod and um, not Khaleesi, <laughs> uh, Cl- young Kate Blanchett's character, oh, right? Um, uh, Kel- Galadriel. Uh, Galadriel. Um, Galadriel. The conversation between them was just uh, horrible. It's terrible, yeah. and and I think that was. I I feel like. The actors they probably got were probably are very, very well, very, very good actors, um, and they can act very well. But I, it's the writing. It's just I bad feel material. Like it's just so horrible, and you can't really fault them for that. Yeah, um, to where I feel like if it's just written better and it was a little bit more intriguing, <clears throat> um, and they didn't give them such wooden dialogue of oh, blah blah blah. Uh, oh, Galadriel of the. Well, the, I would have expected you to come in dirt and like trying to give character attributes through dialogue is always tough to do mm-hmm. and it's just ugh, cringy and wooden and it's just not it's dog shit feels forced it, a billion dollars a billion dollars but that's nothing man that's just a tax that's a that's a oh. tax write off right that's a well, loss well it is now <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a loss the uh, um, but that's why I have it as number one and why yeah. I felt okay not having finished the whole season, it didn't hook me in two episodes. That's what it sh- was supposed to do. That's why they released two episodes at once, is to get people hooked. It didn't happen in that time frame. I mean, they had, what, two hours, 120 minutes to hook me, and they did not do it. Um, and they spent $500 million to do that. And they failed. Wow, that's so. That's why it's my number one. It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. But. It would have been on there, but I stopped after two episodes. Yeah. I was sticking to my criteria because <clears throat> I didn't finish the Midnight Club either. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good number one, though. So, All right. Well, did you have any honorable, honorable mentions? Any other pretty bad movies uh, or stuff you saw this year? I don't think so. See, I had, because I made a list of things like Death on the Nile again. I never got past 10 minutes. The only other movie that I had on there was Samaritan. Oh, okay. The Samaritan. I thought about that. Um, and But I didn't put it on there because at least it felt like a complete idea. Mm-hmm. The dialogue was kind of corny and some, like the twist at the end, you could see Sit, coming yeah. a mile away. But at least it was a complete thought and they focused on that idea. Right. So they did, um, and I I thought it was a unique ish, yeah, <laughs> take uh, on like kind of a superhero story. So yeah, um, I thought it was fine, uh, but I didn't want to say it was top five worst because I feel like at least it knew what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. and went after it to where, and it felt like whoever made that or whoever wrote that, that was their story. They wanted to do that story. And so they did that story kind of a thing as opposed to um, like the bubble or Obi-Wan or something to where it felt rushed and it felt like, or no, sorry, Thor and uh, the bubble to where it's like, oh, we need something. Let's put something out there. That movie didn't feel like that. It just, it was just somewhat poorly executed. Right. idea but at least it was a idea that someone had that they were trying to execute so yeah it's all fair um everything else i was just kind of wondering 
what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with this? So, what what about you? Any I, honorable mentions? I had a couple of, uh, Ryan Murphy productions on there that were annoying. The Watcher, that was another TV miniseries, limited series. Have you ever heard of it? With Naomi Watts and Bobby... Bobby Cannavale. Uh, Cannavale. Cannavale. I like him. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But no, I've, 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 people have been talking about The Watcher. I've, I've yet to... I mean, I wouldn't watch it if I were you. It's... I, I hear some people say, oh, oh, you ought to watch it. And I hear other people say, uh... it's like very polarizing yeah. as far as... There's some jump scares in there that try to oh. set the tension, nah. I guess. Uh, there's no resolution, no conclusion at the end. I, I despise... Is it a limited series? That Yes. Ugh. It's about an article because in real, it's about a real life article where a family moved into a house and they get these letters like I'm watching your house. Uh, you know, I, I noticed you have three kids. One likes to play basketball. One's swimming in the pool right now. That sort of shit. You know, creepy stuff. And they call it move. Oh, I know. I, I would just move. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, but they were in a position where they didn't have any money, so they couldn't move. Yeah. All that stuff. All their money was tied up in the house. But, but it didn't uh, have it any kind of resolution. It was no, no resolution, nothing. You don't find out who the watcher is. You don't find out who's doing what. It's typical Ryan Murphy bullshit where the characters are kooky for the sake of being kooky. They say kooky shit. Mm. You know, they make offbeat comments that come out of nowhere. To if you or I were in a conversation, and someone that we knew made an offbeat comment over and over again throughout days or weeks, we would gradually separate ourselves like normal human mm-hmm. beings. Maybe call them once a week and then. Once a month. And then just let them send go. letters and then just let them drift off into <laughs> where they need to drift. Yeah. You know. Uh so there was that one and then Dahmer. Yeah, Dahmer was technically well made and uh what's his name? Sean Evans or Chris Evans. Chris Evan Evans. Evan Peters. Evan Peters. One of the, whatever. They all they're all the same. <clears throat> he was good, but I just have a qualm with humanizing a cannibalistic serial killer. That I, could, I don't care. For money? <laughs> For money. I don't care how hard his childhood was. And I, actually, his childhood wasn't even that bad. People have got it way worse, and they don't end up mm-hmm. brutally killing and eating people. Yeah. And that's what the show, that's the intention of the show, is to make you understand him more, maybe even sympathize with him, which was a little tricky. Did they explore it all? That. Like, maybe it was just as internally? Like, a, like did it have a nature versus nurture thing, or is it where just A little saying, bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both, but I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if it's nature. <laughs> you weirdo. Well, I didn't know if he was just saying, "Oh, it's because he was raised this way." That's he, why. Uh, yeah, I, they grapple with that question, but again, I don't care. Yeah, you know, some people are just fucking sick. I, I don't care. No, it's it's all those, it's all those uh, Caucasian mothers, thirty year old mothers that are uh, yeah. watching these shows. That's right. It's <laughs> the Karens, right? Is that the well, not thing? the Karens. No, it's just just middle class. Is this like the daytime? Is this like the daytime? Soaps? I think it's the new soap thing. <laughs> Christie's yeah. hooked on this shit all the time. Nicole loves. I forget it. who it was. Someone said, "Who watches this stuff?" And it's someone on YouTube. I forget. I don't know if it's Red Letter Media or if it was another. But it's like, who watches? Who who's who's watching this so that they make all these murder mystery things for, and they're like, oh, suburban white housewives. And I'm like, oh, my God. They're right. <laughs> Eureka. <laughs> yeah. Nicole liked it Yeah, a lot. Well, of course. Yeah, of course. She's, yeah, she fits that. She's in that demographic. She's in the demographic. Yeah. 
And then Pinocchio, the remake of okay. the live action remake of Pinocchio. Yep. Pretty pretty awful. I hated the ending. Hated it. I have I've yet to see oh. it, but oh, we're gonna have to see it because yeah. Oh god damn it. Again, it was one of those things that were just beat for beat remake yeah. of the cartoon for the most part. They just update the effects and then they change the ending. I'm like, why? Just money. It's P- it's a PC ending. It's super annoying. It's like uh, <clears throat> if you do you watch? See, I watch YouTube, and I'll watch uh, like financial channels, or I'll watch anything that like talks about like the housing market or economics or anything like that. And it gets to a point because these YouTube creators, <clears throat> unless they are talking about something like films or video games or something that has content already pushed and created for them for them to talk about similar to us yeah so yeah it's not and of course we also have a whole thing of movies we could go back and refer to as well yeah yeah but if someone is trying to do a topical channel of like if we were just doing current events and it and we had a niche of the economy or finances or something or business or something and you have to put out a video once every two days, you're going to start repeating yourself. Yeah, over and over again. And I've noticed a lot of YouTube channels are doing that. And I don't, I'm not blaming them for that. It's just, it's hard to talk about the same shit. I mean, shit doesn't move fast enough for you to talk about something new. It's almost like, okay, I got to talk about this in a new way, but saying the exact same thing. Right. Over and over and over again, because that's like, that's the advice or that's my take on it or whatever. That doesn't necessarily change. And, and things around you aren't happening fast enough. So you kind of regurgitate things over and over, over again. You keep repeating them over and over and over again. You keep regurgitating the same thing over and over and over again. again. (laughs) Over and over again. (laughs) Over and over again. Um, That I think is with Disney with the live actions. Yep. I think you're right. To where, hey, uh, we could just redo this live action. It, it worked with Cinderella, so let's do it 20 more times, even though all the 19 other times more or less failed. Yep. Um, but Or let's take the IP, we're going to market it as that IP, and then we're going to introduce a new character that the movie's really going to be about, Yeah, and the show's we, really going to yeah, be so about. Yeah, so we need filler before the show is ready, and no one knows who the show's about, so right. let's, let's put this character in the movie. That's right. Yeah. Which uh, Willow... Just came out on Disney Plus. Okay. I'm a big Willow fan. Yes. Have you started watching it? <clears throat> no. Okay. Because I heard it's not about Willow. Fun. <laughs> so I don't want to watch it. I started watching. Uh, well, uh, we're in the Santa Claus. A couple. Is episodes. it? Is Tim Allen in it? And he is. That's good. And is he the main character? He's the main character. I so, like it already. Yeah, so. I might watch it. Um. But yeah, it's not it's not too bad. I yeah. mean, obviously, family friendly stuff, and it it feels it feels like a Santa Claus. That's good, kind of a thing. We just so. watched the first two. Yeah, the past couple of days. Yeah, my boys think? love it. Yeah, good. No, 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 not the new show. Like the first Santa Claus. And oh, the, Santa and the Claus second Claus. Too. Okay, got yeah. you. Yeah, we haven't watched the show yet. So, but they love that stuff. Yeah, it's cute. It's fun. They enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah. So Chris Gore, I I like his reviews a lot on YouTube. He's one of the few people that I actually still trust right now. But that could change in a year. But uh, better watch yourself, Chris. Gore. But but he said uh, Will is not about Willow, so I trust him. I'm not going to waste my time watching it. Yeah, 
which is sad. I love Willow. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's what sixty? Oh, Warwick Davis. Yeah. I mean, how he's old? He's at least sixty. Yeah. I mean, he's it's old IP man. Came out in eighty eight. It's thirty four years old. <laughs> that movie's thirty four years old. The uh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, he's get he's getting up there. So yeah, yeah. Um, just for the simple, of course. I mean, he wasn't it wasn't that physically of a demanding role, no. anyways. But a lot of running and shit. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even at sixty, in your sixties, running is just get a stunt double, body double. <laughs> did the aging CGI or get whatever? The, get the fucking rock. Yeah, the Warwick <laughs> Davis's yeah. stunt double. Yeah. Um, God, that'd be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, well, I mean, all in all, not a lot of yeah. And I, I would mean, say I enjoy most of the stuff I see, but yeah, this stuff has been and it's tough because I I don't know putting the f- five worst for me. I think it was it was a little challenging. Um, I know what I didn't like, but I was also more forgiving. I didn't want to say something was like the th- Thor. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it was one of the five worst, but at the same time, because I enjoyed parts of it, but I mean, it's shit's got to fall somewhere. Yeah, you know, there was, I mean, even, even Obi-Wan, I mean, usually if something, if I watch something and I'm just irritated and it aggravates me, um, that's a good way for it to end up on my list. But I have not, other than Midnight Club, I don't even think anything that I've seen was aggravated me and i didn't include the midnight club just because it wasn't wasn't the show's fault it was my fault and which is fine but like everything i think on my list is just a bunch of nothing yeah and maybe where i watched it and i was just like oh maybe worse is a little harsh i mine's more like a i mean halloween ends is a terrible movie and so is the bubble maybe top five letdowns yeah disappointments yeah that's fair but again halloween ends and the bubble are are Awful things to watch. Yeah. They're a waste of time. Because they were just... I mean, I think... They're disappointing. I think everything on our list were... I mean, I guess we had expectations, and they just weren't... I did. They weren't met, so... Yep. But, yeah, I'm sure there's stinkers in there, but, yeah, I don't... uh, Oh, well. Better luck next year, guys. Better luck next year. But we'll do... Yeah, uh, not next episode. Oh yeah, because we're gonna be watching some. Yeah, some Avatar. Yeah, we. Did are. you hear? It has to make two billion dollars to break even. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I think it's gonna be successful, but I don't know if it's gonna make two billion is a lot. I mean, they're releasing it in China, so they got a shot. But uh, I think two billion is asking a lot. Uh, I mean, you and I kind of talked about that. I think that's the budget for. All, all of them. them yeah yeah and i think all of them will oh easily make easily over two billion yeah. now not counting marketing because it depends how much marketing they do yeah but i feel like avatar i haven't seen i haven't seen a lot of marketing for it yeah um which is usually if you don't see a lot of marketing for something it's <laughs> i mean it is still is three weeks out so maybe yeah maybe maybe they're biting their time but It'll uh it'll be interesting, but yeah that that'll be our next episode. We're yep. gonna be reviewing and discussing 
Avatar: The Way of Water. We're gonna go see it in sweet, sweet IMAX. Yeah, the real IMAX. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm excited to see it. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, in the theater that we're going to. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the wife and I will have to rewatch Avatar. I'd only seen it once, in theaters when it came out in 2010. That was the only time I saw it. Yep. It's all going to come back to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just watch Dances with Wolves. It's the yeah. same movie. And Fern Gully. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> um, but yeah, so that'll be our next episode. We'll be talking about Avatar. Uh, the episode after that, I believe, will be our last episode of 2022, um, where we will be talking about our top five best, best things. things that we watch. So right. TV shows and movies yep. so that'll be that'll be that'll be a happy time yes talk about things we like it'll be a celebration a celebration bitches yeah um so that'll be that'll be something to tune in for yes and i'm glad we're <clears throat> i think we need to watch avatar i i hope avatar is on the list i do too i want it to be I, really really good i yeah i i really want it to be good i want it to be better than the first one and mm-hmm. i want to be uh engaged and invested with the characters yep I wasn't in the first Avatar, so I'm I'm hoping to get that because I'd like a franchise. I'd like to be into a story absolutely that is currently unfolding again. Yep. Um, I enjoyed being I, a part of the Harry Potter. <clears throat> I liked being <clears throat> looking forward to. I can't wait yeah. till the next movie comes out. Bullshit I'm, with people and I like, love it. There's very few things I feel like exist like that right now. I mean, I think Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, is like one of those things um, or one of those uh, IPs that you're kind of yeah, ooh, looking forward to. You're in there. Game of Thrones was like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was just something you could talk with other people and a lot of people were interested in it. And I, I'm looking for Marvel was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much now, but I mean, so I, I hope Avatar does well um, and I hope it's a better story, a better movie overall. Um, than what the first one was. Because I do too. I'd like to be invested in something like that. I'm now. telling you what, though, I I have a feeling the visuals are going to be amazing. <laughs> well, sure, shall I hope so. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a cool experience. If it's, I think if we went to go see the original Avatar on um, where we're going to go see the Way of Water, mm-hmm. we'd still you would you would love it. No, I I like the visuals of the first one because the even the first one I still had the sweaty palms on the floating yeah. mountains and the flying since Oh, it, like, you did go to the theater to see it. Yeah. Okay. And All right. uh but I didn't see it in IMAX. Okay. I saw it in whatever the multiplex one of them. It wasn't an IMAX. <clears throat> it wasn't the true 6-story tall right. IMAX screen. It was just a normal theater in 3D. Gotcha. Um but I still had the sweat like the visuals were still amazing. Um, and it was still very good looking to watch. Um, but it's just the, the story wasn't, it's, it's a bland story. Yeah. It's nothing to write home about. And that's, that's my, and it might be too high hopes. I, I'm sure the visuals are going to be amazing. The, but I just hope the story is there to, I, I agree. I hope it's an original story or something I can connect to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but we'll see. I hope it's not repeating the same story. I got a feeling it's going to repeat the I, same thing. I, yeah, we, uh, Christy and I saw a trailer, uh, I think recently, a couple days ago or something, and it was kind of giving like what mm-hmm. was happening. Like they had the dialogue cut-ins of 
ah, oh, the humans are have arrived and but and I'm like it's the same fucking movie. <laughs> I was like, I've seen this ten years ago. Yeah. And um, I hope, yeah, I hope it's not the same story, just done slightly different. Or yeah, now you're you're with another tribe fighting off yeah the evil another thing and oh to... now you're an outsider because you're a different tribe as opposed right. to being a human and right it's... and you're you have kids now that aren't exactly the navi because they're half navi yeah. half human yep. so, it's right in itself i <clears throat> yeah i hope that's not the case because you know he went from terminator and he made probably the best sequel ever made in terminator 2 correct he made another great sequel in Aliens. He made one of the best action movies of all time in Terminator 2. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then he did a great sequel with Aliens. He did um, Titanic 2, The Flotation. Uh, it was a fantastic <laughs> sequel. That was um, great. But Is that I, the one where Jack came up out of the water? and? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this time it's personal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I I hope the story's there. Like I that's too. Titanic had a great story. It did. Terminator Two, Terminator, great story. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We will see. Don't doubt Mr. Cameron. Yeah, it'll make money. I just, story better be there. But that'll be uh, that'll be ne- next. That'll time. be the next episode. So join us for that. Uh, you have anything else? I have nothing else. Okay. Oh, you want to redo the list? Oh, sure. All right. Number five, 1899. Number four, Mr. Harrigan's phone. Number three, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Number two, The Bubble. And number one, Halloween Ends. Number five for me, Thor, Love and Thunder. Number four, Halloween Ends. Number three, The Bubble. Two, Obi-Wan. And one, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, join us next time as we talk about Avatar, The Way of Water. Um, and don't forget to visit our website where you can listen to past episodes, comment on episodes, and write to our email if you have any questions or any kind of comments. What is the five worst things you guys have watched? Let us know. Let us know. Is it If it's, if it's complete dog shit, we will not watch it also if, right. if we haven't seen it. And please mention any other topics you want us to discuss. We did that confusion... Top five confusing yeah, movies confusing episode. Movies, yep. Yeah, so we'll do it. We'll have a new year coming up shortly, so yeah, uh, get those ideas in writing. But yeah, so until next time, Matt. Until next time, Jay. Yeah.